Hi, this is Claire Gallery Artist and this is a podcast on um, spontaneous holy work or just being connected with whatever wants to come through us, um, the flow. Um, it's something I've talked about a lot in my School of Real Art and it's something I've been trying to get to the core of and at the same time I've been extremely disconnected from um, in the last year and a half, two years and I've been really struggling to get reconnected with something that I felt I was always a part of like I, I never really felt a, a distinction between me and the flow I always felt that um, it was very easy for me to express myself creatively and also to interact creatively, to be drawn to places or people or activities or um, like the, the atmosphere of places and to interact with that in a, in a way that like there was a lack of distinction between me and the thing that was happening or the place I was connecting with or the person I was connecting with. And for me, that's always been at the core of my art practice and the flow being um, just the capacity to connect with the interconnectedness of all things. Um, I hope this isn't too esoteric because I really have a strong sense of wanting to ground, uh, like bring down to earth this really powerful, like spiritual connection. And um, as I was saying, I've been feeling extremely disconnected from it for um, a long period um, it's really beautiful I'm just sitting here in this place that I've been drawn to that happened through a bunch of coincidences and I'm sitting looking at a, a series of fairly wonky stone steps that need to be fixed up that I've just scraped the earth up, off the top of and pulled out some plants to put in a, in a little pot of water um, to save some laurel trees and some felche, uh, beautiful ferns. And as I'm sitting down to record this, a wee robin, a wee red robin redbreast has come to peck away at whatever it is that I've uncovered in the soil. And it's really beautiful because here um, I've noticed that the birds are much more wary of human beings and um, this is the first time a robin's come very close and it's just carrying on whilst I'm talking so that's quite that's quite a sign um, I'm in the centre uh, at the edge of this little set of steps, a little raised area in gardens that um, have got very very high walls um, I'm not very good with measurements um, I think it's one, two, three, four, five, six or seven metres high the walls um, at each side so it's in the middle of a town Chireto Sanita and it's an old closed order convent that had um, sisters living in it for I think I understand well like several hundred years so a completely closed order where the women didn't come in and, or go out into the community in any way and did their holy work and um, had these gardens that obviously sustained them to a greater or lesser extent um, that are still very well kept and functioning although the order doesn't live here anymore um, there's a, a young couple that I know that I, I've sort of known at a distance for some time who I happened to bump into um, Raffaella in the supermarket a few days ago and she was telling me about the project and I'd heard about it through other people and I'd always thought oh that's interesting and she started to pull me into it and I felt this 
resistance to no 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 I'm not interested in um, doing an exhibition or an art event or classes or, or so on it's not my work um, I've had a very strong calling to come much more inward in the last couple of years and to just be almost like a nun like to be literally in closed in my house doing my work and allowing things to come up and speaking and writing and connecting with the world remotely but doing deeper work like not doing not going out into the the bustle of it into the the contamination of it into the 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 messiness and irrelevance of modern life like I've had a really strong calling to step completely into a more sacred space and into a a deeper connected space so I found it really difficult I've been through a period of complete resistance um thinking no but I should be in the world I want to be in the world more and pushing myself into the world and progressively finding that the more I push myself into the world and the more that I insist that I go out and join in with real life as it were the more I've had a sense of like this isn't right it isn't right for me it doesn't feel good it it I don't feel connected like I'd have little brief moments of connection but but not this sense of being in the flow that I'd always felt and I was feeling really disturbed by this like deeply disturbed by it, a sense of not belonging in the world and of feeling like the world is rejecting me and it is in a way like there's something in the collective consciousness that is saying like this can't be visible um particularly around my art and the naked body and it being called something that it's not like being told that it's it's offensive and rude and pornographic like those things are very specifically speaking against the core of what I believe in and what my work is so it means that um, I, in some ways it's it's really important that I remove myself from that in the same way that from an early age I removed myself from the conventional art world as it were, the conventional art hierarchy because I felt that my art wasn't speaking that language and I, I didn't want it to be seen in the context of that language because that language being projected onto it and like infiltrating it, it's it's a contamination like it absolutely is a contamination um, it means that um, and in a, in a way I don't, I don't want to talk about that because that's not, I'm not interested in the contamination, I'm not interested in fighting against contamination or even cleaning or even like, you know, polishing a thing and having a practice what I'm interested in is how do you, compl- how do you create that closed order, that beautiful space that holy space and that space where you can be in the flow you know, if the world isn't in flow then how do we create spaces that we can be in the flow if we still have to pay rent or um, pay an electricity bill like we have to go out into the world to pay those bills and we also have to earn money which involves kind of being connected with the world in whatever capacity um it doesn't mean kind of being connected with the world it means being connected in a way that the world rewards us for what we're doing and again this comes back to like if the world is rejecting what i inherently believe in and i'm here to um transmit or share with the world my gifts what is you know what is the solution there um so the solution is to be connected in these closed places or in quiet contemplative spaces that are that really work where i can fully enter my creative flow and nobody disturbs me nobody's contaminating the space nobody's getting in the space and interfering in what i'm doing i'm able to just completely immerse myself in my sensory sentience and in my ability to connect into 
whatever that that big thing is that's bigger than me that's bigger than than everything that we can understand with our re-human brains and what is that thing that's just ginormous and connects all things um so i met Raphael in this in Lidl in the supermarket and um it's called Lidl in Scotland or um the UK um Lidl it's uh, uh anyway I was in the queue there and there was a woman behind me just talking on the phone and I was just thinking yep Italian woman talking on the phone and then she finished the call and started greeting me and saying oh Claire I was just talking to Maya on the phone that's our, another of our mutual friends and ah right of course I clicked that we're connected and we've spoken before and we kind of know each other and on this went um we're sort of holding up the queue and getting our grocery shopping and moving outside and getting in the way of people trying to load up their cars and all the busyness of life and we oh don't be alarmed by the air rain the air raid siren in the background that's just the school bell um in italy in this part of italy the school bells are the same sound as an air raid siren yes that alarmed me significantly when I first heard it anyway mostly um, you can't hear much from where I am here um, I chatted with Raffaella for half an hour and, and we had like, I was really connecting with what she was saying but I had this thing of like no I don't want my work to be out in the world in this way this is not my work I don't do art classes I don't want to do an exhibition you know even if it is in an old convent Um and it went on and on and I was sort of resisting and resisting and she was asking me to come and visit and I was like, this happens to me all the time, I, I can't do this, you know, everybody wants a bit of my, you know, my energy and my colour and all this beauty that I bring to the world but it's usually in a dynamic that's not two-way and it's not in the sacred dynamic that I need it to be, like I need the sacredness to be in it um, and I find it really exhausting to take my work out in the world and have the, the work in the world and have it just seen as art, like it's just sort of art. It's a painting that, you know, and I get applauded for it and whatever. Um, excuse the beep. Um, so I was resisting and resisting, and then suddenly Raphael mentioned a walled garden, a walled garden that has been worked for hundreds of years by women, just women, um, holy women, who've been steeped in a closed life in contemplation and just dedicated their whole lives to the holy life and they were protected and they had this magical world in it anyway she just said walled garden and I was like ding when can I come um, and I I felt really emotionally drawn to this I don't know why I'm crying but I, I can't explain in a short podcast but all my life I've had this deep deep connection with the land and where I grew up I had a deep magical connection to the land and I'm, I'll maybe talk about that sometime but I had a very strong sense of being intimately connected with nature nature, animals and um, the spirit of the place and even other people like ancestors um, holy people who I saw that other people couldn't see and this happened when I vis- visited religious places with my family when I was very small and I could see other people and got messages from them and such like and it's something that was beaten out of me as a child and obviously just diminished by the general way of the world which doesn't believe that there are 
holy people everywhere and spirits and people transmitting messages to us. Um, just a couple of hours after I met Rafaela in the supermarket, I, I was in this garden with her and walking around it with her and um, a couple of other friends. And I, it's really hard to explain how just coming into a space, like coming home, like I've been really, really disconnected from the flow for so long. Not so long, just a couple of years, but it's been so painful, like so painful, like physically I've been ill and felt extremely depressed at times, not always, just like coming in waves of like this feeling of disconnect. And I've been trying to connect through gardens and through um, projects and in the town I've been in. And if any of you have been following me for a while, you'll know that since I came to Guardia San Fromondi, I've been very, um, like a protagonist, like somebody in the centre of things and bringing people, drawing people and transmitting this idea of the good life, la dolce vita, and, you know, the idea of community and a life lived well and enjoying being part of the culture and intercultural um, sharing and because of my sharing my story and and my energy and just my presence there um I've been the protagonist in various really big dynamics like drawing lots of people there drawing lots of abundance there drawing lots of funding and um participation and connection and intercultural exchange and intercultural weaving and dialogue and the the flourishing of the town Respect in respect to other towns nearby, and in respect in a in on a cult in a una cultura, uh, cultura, um, in a in a culture, which is essentially going through a great deal of uh, economic hardship, um, and similar to the UK and and Greece and lots of issues in Europe. Um, uh, what's it called? The austerity paradigm that's being trying to that they're trying to impose on the cultures here um, in respect to that like Guardia San Framondi has been really flourishing in recent years and it, and I've been instrumental in that and I know that my energy and my perspective in life has been really part of that but at the same time like as the town has flourished I have felt utterly utterly drained by it all like utterly drained like my power has been inverted in some way like turned upside down and it and it just hasn't been working and Ironically, I felt more and more aligned with my art and with the like the spiritual purpose of my art, the actual spiritual presence in my art, and my ability to connect spiritually with my art and be in that flow. <clears throat> and in seeming direct relation to that, the more I've been connected with my flow in my work, like the less I've been connected with everything around me, and that's been really disturbing to me. Like I haven't understood that. Like. But I was led here, there were all these signs and I feel really connected here but but there's something missing and I don't know what it is and I, as soon as I, as Rafaela talked about this garden, as soon as I came here, as soon as I stepped into it I knew that this is what it was, it's that I needed to be connected in some way, in a holy way. This robin is so funny, he's just pu puffed up all his feathers and he's like a perfect circle and is sitting on the on the on a wee fence looking at me. <laughs> he's so beautiful and he's like puffed up in this incredible way. He's like rotund, rotund Robin. 
Um, so I came into this garden and it's not just the garden itself, like <clears throat> there's there's a whole project going on here and the whole convent, um, it still has the, clo the closed order in it. Um, I don't know where to begin explaining how special this is and how important it is to me and how connected energetically I suddenly felt to it. But there's this um, raised part of the garden in the middle, right in, in the middle northeast part of it. It's a huge garden, like gigantic with these huge walls and this closed world and it's a little bit derelict but not much. <clears throat> Just like the structures of it are a little bit derelict, not the big walls but the little walls around this central bit. There's like a square in the centre which is built on this protruding rock, which is quite a high rock, which is obviously a place of contemplation that you sense that, you know, that would be the sensible place to come and sit on that big rock. So there's been a wall that's been built around it. It looks very old. It's kind of cobbled together with old tiles um, and big stones. And um, it's like a little platform. And... This has definitely been neglected for quite a while because you can see that there's spontaneous trees that have grown in it, as it were. I'm not sure if we use that word, spontaneous trees, in, in Italian, like in, in English, free-growing free trees. That You say uh, piante spontanea in Italian, which means that, um, like spontaneous plants, which means um, weeds, essentially, but, you know, plants that have grown by themselves. And I really like that because it, it, it just sounds right. Um, so it's got quite a few trees growing around the edge of it that don't look that useful um, but some that are and I have a really strong feeling that suddenly like this this place uh, in the context of this garden where incredibly um, if you know recently that I've been struggling with poverty and, and issues with money and health and all the rest of it um, this is a place where the closed order of poor Clares worked like, it's just quite a, an astonishing coincidence, and I feel like you couldn't have a more appropriate calling. Like, you know, if I'd gone and looked for a, a job, you know, like, oh, as a poor Claire, that might be the thing to... You know, it might have led me to this place, but, of course, I've come to it intuitively and through connections with people and through being known here for my work and so on. But anyway, um, you know, I, I came to the place and I walked around it on my own and I came into this little raised place and... Um, it's like being in the flow, it's really hard to explain being in the flow if somebody's never been in it, but I think most people have some sense of when they were a child immersed in play, that's probably where they most strongly felt it. Or if they have a hobby or, or a, a holiday that they've been on or, you know, travelling or... Like when they're immersed in something, when you're immersed in something and you just... It makes sense on lots of different levels, like not just like, I am enjoying this, I'm drinking champagne on a on a balcony in Italy and like this is the good life but everything lines up so your sense of being there like who you're connecting with there the work that you're doing um as an artist like that is so important to me in my work like without that like that's the lifeblood of my work um that sense of being completely intimately interwoven in that moment and I've just been doing this course um called living in the gift which speaks that language and which suddenly connected up that whole feeling that I'd been missing for a couple of years and really struggling with missing and not understanding like why what is this like why am I why does it feel like my roots are pulling up from the earth and rejecting the earth and the earth is rejecting me and I, I'm not on the earth anymore like I don't belong here anymore and I was feeling actually that it might be that I, I was like going to pass over I've had this uh, ongoing pain and illness in my in my womb and cervix 
and um, severe pain in my in my whole pelvic region and also up into my abdomen and in my liver and kidneys and I was thinking you know it's entirely possible that all the shit I've been through in my life that it might just be piling up and I've had like low-grade illness for a very long period in my adult life and I've always had a feeling that like well it's entirely possible that I've got something like deeply diseased going on in there and that um you know that it might just be that's the consequence of all the the stuff I've struggled with in my life you know the human body can't take that much shit and then just keep being full of vitality and I've felt it in myself too like this lack of you know this finishing off and this letting go but something very as profound has happened in the in the last couple of weeks in the last week in particular just in a week like going from a place of honestly feeling like I'm leaving, like like I'm letting go of life in a way, because of this great distance I'm feeling from being from the connection and from the flow, and to suddenly have this course pop up that a, a friend told me about that I'm very also very intimately connected with her work and feeling a really strong vitality and healing connection with her work. Um, this course came up, and suddenly the course is speaking my language and reminding me of the flow and reminding me how the flow works and reminding me to let go into it, like just to let go completely. And as I, I did that, I stepped out and that's when I met Raffaele in the in the market and that's when I came up to the garden here and then that's when, you know, I'm sitting here in the garden that I have a key to the convent to come in whenever I want to. And this is just four days later after meeting Raffaele and, and, get, and now I'm suddenly in a place where everything makes sense and um I just want to be clear that I have a huge enthusiasm for life and some people can mistake that as just this ungrounded, like, lunatic, being jolly about everything. Um, but I also have a lot of pain in the world, a lot of pain in my life and my body, and I've struggled a lot to find my place in the world. And um, I tend to get very excited about um, how beautiful the world is, and that's just a general, like, flow of things that I have going on in my life that that comes through me. Like, I... I love the world, I love people, I love nature, I love life, I love everything, but I also really fucking struggle with it. Like, I really, really struggle to feel at home here on this planet in this time and to feel safe and to feel like the world is nourishing me. It's really hard for me to feel that. I have to work so hard to convince myself of that. <laughs> and um, a lot of the time I just feel completely rejected by the world. Particularly when shit happens, like I get thrown off Facebook or I get um, censored there for doing the work that I most believe in and that I most love and that I believe is most needed in the world. Like it's so precious and innocent and beautiful. I love my work. I love my art. And I put that out in the world and the world's just like, no, that is bad. And I'm like, right. So if I can't even do my fucking art and put my art out in the world, like what is the point? Like, why the fuck am I here? Um, and I know why I'm here now and I always knew why I was here and I just want to say like if you really struggle with this if you really struggle to be creative and if you really struggle to be like find your place in the world it's because the world is rejecting the good shit <laughs> and the world is rejecting the stuff that really means something like the depth and the colour and the vitality like the world isn't set up to support that 
you know, the whole patriarchal hierarchy and the bullshit of commercialization of everything and transaction culture, like it it does block that and and you have to understand that and understand that in a way like that's your enemy that you have to deal with in this life and you have to deal with in this lifetime um it's not about being in war with the enemy it's about knowing that that is not your friend like that is not going to support you so don't try and struggle and struggle and struggle and make it support you like force it to support you or get disappointed that it's not supporting you it's really important to recognise that there's so much in the world that goes against what we inherently are meant to be and what we're meant to flourish into. Like, we're meant to be like lotus blossoms opening up and, like, bathing in the sunshine and sitting on the water and absorbing nutriment from the earth below the water. Um, and mostly we are put in little boxes and and detached from the things that deeply nourish us, particularly the things that nourish us energetically. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to finish up this story because I'm. It's actually it's really cold here, and I'm sitting down drinking a cup of tepid herbal tea. And when it's kind of starting to just rain a few wee drops, but I'm I'm trying to sort of express. I've been really struggling to get across in podcasts and in my words and in my paintings, like not struggling to get it across, but just feeling like it's really hard to put it out there. It's really hard. It's hard. Um, a few years ago, I wasn't even really speaking much about my work. I, I put I always put out artist statements, but it was so much easier just to paint it instead and just put it out there as a painting because, you know, you don't have to explain everything and the painting just is and it conveys the essence of what I'm trying to say. Um, but I've had a a strong feeling of needing to be connected with the world and being called to connect with the world. And then, like, I've gone through this process of learning to speak more, speaking on the internet, doing videos, speaking with the world through my art school, speaking to the world about creativity. And I've still had this sense of, like, really struggling to do that. Like, it's so hard to do that, to explain the magic of it. And then this period of feeling decreasingly detached from the world, like it... Like it you know, why is it going so bad? Everything seems to be going so well. I'm aligned with my core. I'm aligned with my work. Like, why is it going bad? And it's because I really know why. It's because there has to be this void and there has to be this emptiness. And sometimes that hap- the thing that creates that emptiness is illness because otherwise we're just going to be crashing along forward in the world and we're not going to have space for this thing. We won't have space in our day. We won't have space in our hour. We won't have space in our minute. We won't have space in our mind or in our energetic body. Like we're all just jammed up with stuff, like with toxins and TV and internet. And I must go and answer my emails now and I must just respond to this messenger message. Like it's a nonsense. It's a nonsense. And it's, and what's really, what we really need is the emptiness. And that emptiness doesn't necessarily come. It's not like, it's not. Like there has to be a certain amount of emptiness so that the thing, like the flow can flow through us, so that the inspiration come in, can come in and then leave us by coming through our hands into our work or whatever. Like that's what the flow is and that's what I've you know, just realised in coming here. I, you know, I came here again and this is, I've got my key and I can come in now and I've been round the garden just picking up bits of plastic and putting them in a big bag and sorting out some bits of metal over here and some bits of glass over there and then just like pottering um pottering in the in the this raised um contemplation space and 
I realised just in doing that that like how blocked my hierarchical brain that has been trained by reality, the so-called reality and like this is how it is the hierarchy in my brain telling me, you know, I have to do something sacred here, this is like a sacred place, I'm going to make a sacred garden, it's going to heal everybody Um, and it's not that, like there's always that part of us which is the insecure part, which is the pattern recognising machine and the thing that's trying to be in control of stuff, but there's also the deeper part the part that's flowing the part that has been emptied and that is filling up and the part that is open like an aperture that that allows this inspiration to flow through us like inspired action like that's what the flow is it's just um it might seem like we're just pottering but we're guided something's guided in us to just like to move these stones to clear this soil off this step it just in this moment like not in another moment just in this moment and to recognise the plants, to take some photos of the plants and start um, logging them. To just do one step at a time and just do what we're guided to do. And But when we can do it in this way that it, we feel it aligning with all the other things in our life. You know, I feel it aligning with my... such a long story, I won't go into this, it's already a long podcast. But I'm going in... in my, in my energy, I feel myself like these last couple of years how I've literally been able to picture it like a foot or you know 30 centimeters distance between me and the earth like there's something energetically missing between like about my knees and my ankles which just isn't like there's something missing like I need to touch the earth and I've done all these things to try and touch the earth here and I've gone and worked in bits of gardens and put blood, sweat and tears into them and then the garden's been taken away from me like it's I've not been welcomed there and this has happened so many times and it's like it doesn't make sense and like I've tried doing all these projects and the, like I've got the seed of the project and the seed isn't growing and it's very much to do with the energy energy of Guardia Sanframondi and, and what's going on there and the hierarchy there but um, like when there's that resistance and that resistance and we feel like we're trying to find our place in the world and we're trying and trying and it just isn't happening it's like we really have to let go completely and let whatever process it is like just take over us and that's really hard to do it's really hard to just let a disease settle in one's body and let it take over and let it and be ill like just be ill um and see where that illness lead, leads us like it's led me within and led me to connect with myself and listen to my body in ways that I wasn't listening to my body before because I was just pushing forward and like pushing and pushing and I always thought oh but I've got all this energy and I'm this protagonist and let's do this and let's do that and let's change the world but actually that's not the most efficient use of my really potent energy and that was actually a a coping technique and a a means of keeping like just keeping going but not a, a means of really stopping and being and um yeah, just this this hour that I've spent here and just this small amount of work I've done tidying the gardens and then coming up into this space and looking at it, just observing it and being in it and just doing a little bit of work and, and thinking about how I can bring help to come and help me repair the wall here. And it's like everything just lines up and is making sense, like everything's just unfolding and making sense. And this is what the gift is and this is what human, you know, the beauty of human life is, this 
like everything's really difficult until it's like hardship and difficult until it isn't and it's really important to recognize when it isn't anymore like recognize that flow and just go with it that's all like that's all we can do in life you know it it's it's like it can be really painful and it can be seem like it's just all about suffering and physical discomfort and working and blood and sweat and tears and then and then it just isn't and you know maybe one day in the future when people understand better how to make harmony and how to harmonize all things you know maybe we'll we'll all live in that beautiful flow a bit more and I certainly am working towards that and working with that and working with other people to create that and working through my art to share that with the world but um the more of us who who think on that and focus on that and get into it, um, the more there is of it in the world. So it's like self-fulfilling prophecies. It's kind of nice to follow a positive self-fulfilling prophecy rather than a, a negative one. So just that. Um, so much love to you and thank you for listening. And um, if you want to follow me or support what I'm doing, donate to the Poor Claire Foundation. I'm only joking, I'm, I'm not... Um, in a closed order of nuns and I don't deserve uh, that kind of uh, support for that kind of thing but if you do want to donate to what I'm doing um, I have been having a financial um, ebb lately um, which has been really difficult and it's meant that I haven't been able to access the medicines that I need to support my body to heal and um, I've just managed to get some more medicines and get my car working so I can do things like go to the shop and buy herbs and uh, stuff like that and um, your support has really helped me do that and also your moral support has been really huge it's always huge to get comments under my um, podcasts or in my blogs and um, it's huge to to have people support me through Patreon like support me financially ongoing you can support me for a very small amount um, per month uh, and then you get access to everything that I'm creating and sharing in the in the background too um, this year's going to be a very powerful creative year and um, I hope to be sharing a lot there. Um, if you want to support me just spontaneously, you can jump over to Kofi, which is where you can pop the price of a cup of coffee into my into my um, tip jar, and that's another fantastic thing um, that helps me is helping me to uh, to subsist uh, whilst I'm not well, and to subsist and do this work that I'm doing. That I'll I'll tell you more about later, but um, just this calling to this place. I haven't said much about the actual like the work in the garden that I'm going to do, but I'm just um, visioning a project. A project is coming through me, and it's a project that connects up all the work that I'm doing, the healing work, the womb work, the work bringing women's collective consciousness together, um, the work of healing the women's collective, healing the sister wounds, healing the conflict between women and the world, and the conflict between the masculine and the feminine. And this garden um, is calling me to create a, a project around that and I, I can feel it uh, coming through me. So I'll be telling much more about that in the future and I'll be giving the behind the scenes um, sharings over on Patreon. Um, yes, thank you so much for listening and um, follow me through the links below. Ciao for now.